How are we doing? I'm David. I'm Phil. And I'm Andy. And this is Talking Cod. Three northern blokes talking about middle life and growing old disgracefully. Frank, fearless, funny. In other words, Talking Cod. I have no idea what you were thinking when you said, let's do a podcast. Can I ask you, what were you thinking? (laughs) Me neither. Come on, what what were you you thinking? You must have been thinking along the same lines as me, because when I suggested it to you, the the two of you were like, yeah, okay, that could be pretty cool. Uh, Yeah. I guess, I guess it... On a daily, on a daily or weekly basis, I have quite a lot of conversations with a lot of people, and they can go from one extreme to another, and which is awesome. I mean, it's, I mean, I love it. Uh, I love listening to what people have to say, where they are, what they're currently experiencing, where they want to go, whether that's a personal perspective or or it's business, whatever that is. And but, but, I mean, the the, the three of us have probably known each other for quite a long time now, and. Whenever we had, even if we were getting onto a conversation, it was a work-related conversation, there was always 20 or 30 minutes where we would just literally what I used to term called talk cod, which was pretty much this and that and lots of things in between. And in those conversations, I'd always think, you know what, there's some pretty good stuff here. Even if we just thought it was good for us, you know, from that perspective. I thought, wouldn't it be good if we if we if we if we were recording this or we did something with it, even if it was just from our own perspective for for ourselves, and then if we did launch it and one or two people listen to it, pretty cool. The other thing is that, like, unless unless you record it at our age, you forget exactly what you've said by the like, <laughs> twenty minutes afterwards. Yeah, is that your Alzheimer's lists. kicking in? I love a good list. I live my life in lists. What this reminds me of? Do you remember that time we were in the village? In in Berry, the village hotel in Berry, David, we we probably had like loads yeah, of lunches there in there, and drank loads of coffee. We have, and there was one time, there was this one time when you said to us, "That felt like an effing podcast. That was gold. That we should have just been recording mm-hmm. that." And yeah, that, yeah. I think that's the point when I thought, you know what, this could, this might actually work. And it it is one of those. You know, oh, how was your day been? Oh, it's been really good. What did you do? I had a really good chat. <laughs> and that and that just feels yeah. really good. How did you get roped into it, Phil? Similar, really. It was roped. kind of like roped um, into it, Phil. Under roped. pressure, we have roped you exactly. in. Exactly, exactly. I'm sort of been strapped to my chair with a microphone in front of me, and I've been told to say stuff. But um, no, I, I, same really. I mean, I've known De- David probably what blah blah blah, fifteen odd years, maybe more. Oh, really, maybe, longer, mate. maybe okay. fifteen to twenty. It's crazy, isn't it? What did you get for murder? Not a good days? thing to look back in in, in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, more a week, a weekend with me. But, <laughs> but you know, yeah, I think we we'd sort of not spoken for a couple of years and sort of reconnected about a year ago. Mm. Um, and I think it, from that first chat, it was you know we'd not spoken to, to each other for probably near near enough eight, ten years or something crazy like that. And you're just back in that rhythm of, of being able to sort of chat stuff through and things mm. sort of make sense. once you, The ideas you're in your head when you chat them out, 
with people that are on the same wavelength to you, you kind of, it forms something, doesn't it? And, you know, you, yeah. you, you set out to chat about work or just sound each other out about work. And then you find, as David said, you know, you, 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 you quite easily spend 20, 30 minutes just putting the worlds to rights, you know, and coming up with interesting stuff that actually, you know, quite a few things, our conversations ended up as sort of blog posts that we'd written, you know, between us mm. uh, because the stuff we were talking uh, about just by happenstance was just interesting and it seemed to have like, you know, legs as it were. Um, mm. So, yeah, I think you mentioned podcasts to me about, I think it was July last year, just before I was going to go on holiday. Well, holiday in the UK, obviously. It's and still a holiday. First, it is still a holiday. Yeah, you just got sh- shite weather, really, to contend Mate, with. I'll go tomorrow if I could. I think, I know, me too. I know, I know. Well, you know, I, I think at, at, the, at the beginning, I thought, oh, I don't know if I can really sort of find time to do a podcast. You know, I feel busy enough as it is to find time yeah. to do this. But then you go, but actually, it's really interesting. You know, and you can you can learn so much and sort of, you know, get so much from just chatting. And I think that's been the big thing for me over the last couple of years is just talking stuff out, rationalizing think, stuff, you know. I think it was what we were talking yeah. about as well, which was interesting for me because doing something like this, I am, am I at my comfort Yeah, I'm massively at my comfort zone. And I can have conversations with individuals, but doing something and talking about things and then putting it public, I'm like, it's not for me that, even though throughout my life I've probably had had a role or roles where I've worked in businesses or a business where I've had to front things out. I'm quite a very, very private person. And also mm. I don't really tell many people many things, if I'm honest with you. I get people coming to me with their stuff, yeah. which is great. Yeah. But for me to tell somebody something, I'm like, I sort things out for people. I'll, I'll help you and I'll help myself yeah. sort of thing. But I guess with you two guys, yeah. when we've had conversations – about stuff, I've probably told you stuff that I've done that I don't really tell anybody else. So I thought, yeah. that, you know, the reason why, yeah. you know, from that dynamic perspective, from my perspective, it was just it was just quite a natural thing. I, I, I felt quite comfortable to speak to you guys. I'm not comfortable about certain things, that, you know, the outside, but you know, the outside world. But that's good for me because that's good for my, I guess, for my development. You know, being out of my comfort zone is probably where I need to be. Uh, I've been out of it, I've been in it, and now I need to get back out of it again. <laughs> so getting out of your comfort zone. You're right, because you don't have a massive profile, do you? Like, the kind of the kind of circles we work in, I don't want it's one like either. everything's about LinkedIn, isn't it? It's like, well, that's, that's, well, that's the thing, because yeah, yeah. you've achieved quite a lot. I, I know you as a, as a business mentor, and I know what you've achieved commercially as well, and it's really impressive. 99% of people I know would, brag so much on LinkedIn about this. I've done this, I've done yeah. that, I've done this, I've done that. But you don't. And I think that's pretty endearing. I think it's really good because mm. the people I speak with quite often are full of themselves, kind of say full of shite as well, overinflated yeah. egos, and you just don't seem to yeah. have an ego. So when you said, we should do a podcast, I'm like, well, yeah, as you said, Phil, might have some legs in this actually, you know, rather than just talking business bollocks all day long. Yeah. Let's have a proper chat with people who yeah. probably on the same wavelength. Don't know. Don't know. And that sort of humility, I think, uh, you know, it's kind of like 
not liking to brag, you know, I, I, I definitely back that up with, with, with David. And, and I'm, I'm sort of a bit like that myself, sort of quite self-deprecating. So, you know, mm. I've we can do that done for stuff, you. you know, lots of, no, well, no, you don't have to say, I wasn't fishing. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> say all good stuff about me. But no, not at all. You know, it's like, I, I, I don't feel comfortable talking about stuff that I've done in the past, mm. um, you know, in terms of not the crimes, obviously, but you know the, uh, <laughs> but you know the, the work, 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 and achievement. I think it just do, you know it, do, it doesn't come naturally to me. So then to talk about mm. other subjects around that again, I'm equally kind of private. So there, there's something quite therapeutic about opening up and having a discussion about interesting topics. And I think mm. that's something I've really noticed over the last. 12 months of lockdown is having good conversations with good people is very therapeutic. You know, we're all locked up working in our box rooms or, you know, what have you juggling homeschool or whatever else has to happen around us. So I found, you know, with you guys and and, and other, other people along the way, you know, I've had deeper conversations by sheer virtue of, you know, being in a position where you, you kind of open and, and export it sort of slightly exposed and, you know, and it, I think the last 12 months for me have certainly been despite the lockdown, some great, I've had some great, great, great conversations. Do you and mean, it's sort of pushed my thinking, thinking a lot long. Do you feel more comfortable talking about what's worked or more comfortable in talking about what's not worked? My perspective, I've I've done yeah, Yeah, I've done a a shitload more. Yeah, the the I've done more of what's not worked than what has worked, and it's weird. And there is some cool stuff I've been involved in, but I struggle. It's weird talking about that. But the not work stuff, which Mm. far outweighs the work stuff. I don't know why do we feel well. Person, I feel I don't know whether it's. It's an, an imposter thing. I don't know. But it, when you look at what you do from a work perspective, there's probably more pressure on that because it's when you're looking at from a work perspective, you're doing it for yourself and you're doing it with other people, and it's got a big monetary value uh, attached yeah. to it. And as soon as you attach a value yeah. of money to stuff, then it just becomes a it becomes a bigger, bigger ball, ache, doesn't it? Or or the conse- consequences yeah. of something not yeah. working are bigger. Because it's got because it's got a price tag, uh, you know, fixed yeah. to it. Mm. Where if it was a personal thing, so for example, I tried to do an ultra run uh, over a year ago, forty miler. I got to thirty. I didn't do it. I didn't complete it. Oh, yeah. But it, I was fine with that. I was happy with what I achieved. But if you look at it from a business perspective, yeah. it's, it's never like that. It's all it's always. I don't know. Binaries. Yeah. Did it did it work yeah. or did it not? And we yeah, sort so, of yeah, funded so, yeah, by what yeah, didn't so work. So probably answer my own question. Mm-hmm. I've probably answered my own question, but from your perspective, chaps, what what about yourselves? Well, I, I kind of yeah, I'm similar in a in a way that you kind of learn from the mistakes. You know what I mean? The, the the things that the things that impact the most, I think certainly for me, I sort of internalize a lot, and then you kind of retrospectively play out in your head things that went wrong and why and what you do if you were facing yeah. that position to get again and you know what that's actually worked for me like i remember like god 20 odd years ago 
being involved in an event. It was like a training event. And, you know, the guy that was meant to organize it hadn't done anything, you know, and it, and it was like the next day, you know, the guy had been supposedly working on it for, for weeks and weeks and weeks. And, and it was a full day of stuff. There was no, nothing to it. It's just, there's no substance. So you think, and I, funnily enough, it's me that gets landed it last minute to sort it out. And I made a half decent job of it, but I thought, you know, something like that is kind of like a, just a classic. Is that because it went, you know, it went as good as it could, could have, but I internally I was thinking this is a total failure. Yeah. And I just, ever since that day, I would never do anything that hadn't had that level of preparation or level of thought that that mm. needed. And it, like I said, it wasn't my fault. I just inherited it at the last minute, but it kind of focuses the mind. So I tell, I, yeah, I, to, I don't get hung up on it's totally the opposite. Yeah. I don't, I don't really celebrate the stuff that's gone well at all ever. I don't really think about the good stuff ever again. The, the things that fail way heavy on your mind, but I guess, I've, I've used it, I've always used that to channel making things better. Yeah. So as, as blokes, don't we just like always criticize ourselves anyway? We're like, we are perfectionists. As you said, you fix things, don't you, David? And, you know, we, we could probably yeah. look at our careers and go, you know what? I, I did brilliant at that. <laughs> yeah. I've done brilliant at this, brilliant at that, brilliant at this, brilliant at this. But we will never say how good we are. We'll always talk about the mistakes. And I think that's possibly yeah. like, that's our, that's possibly how we kind of, not just live our lives, but that's what we kind of do by human nature. Because if we get something wrong, we want to fix it. We know we 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 don't want to be seen to be yeah. making mistakes, and it probably hurts our egos when we make a mistake. Yeah, I think mine's been completely different to, yeah. to both of you, and I I don't whatever I do now, I don't even use the W word. You know, I don't like to talk about work. You know, because for example, I've been on. I've been a guest on yeah. podcasts in the past and people go, right, so this is Andy all from wherever. And I'll go, well, why have you just brought my work title yeah. into it? Because that's not who I am. Who I am is this yeah. dad, yeah. Yeah. husband, yeah. No, dog owner, bald, middle-aged idiot who's done loads of things. Why have you brought my job title into this now? Because I am not my job title. And when, when yeah. you appear at events and somebody goes, yeah. oh, how do we introduce you? Just... Just introduce me as Andy. Oh, that's that's my name. That's, Andy that's the label I want to go with. <laughs> yeah. Really like that approach. But it, but it actually winds me up because that's that point about your credibility is often yeah. your job title. You know, it's like you can only be important on LinkedIn. For example, yeah. I'm using LinkedIn as an yeah. example. You're only important depending on what your job title is. You've got to put something yeah. snappy and clever on there because if you don't, why would anybody even be interested yeah. in you in the first place? Don't know. Podcast yeah. or everybody does a podcast literally everybody's doing a podcast so why bother and i must admit when you said let's do a podcast i'm like i can't be asked because it just feels like a lot of work and there's like <laughs> a million podcasts out there why would anybody listen to three middle-aged blokes rambling on about shite like linkedin and i hope my, my boss isn't listening right now <laughs> 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 sorry phil Wait. I think it's about experience, isn't it? I mean, that's, that's what this is. You know, it's kind of just sharing the experience of where you are in life, isn't it? And kind of going, okay, well, that fucked up. I'm never going to do that again. Or, you know what, I'll pat myself on the back or I'll pat you guys on the back for something you've done because it's actually been brilliant and you don't recognise it in yourself. And, and I think it's – I really genuinely think that the more – especially with 
our kind of demographic, middle-aged blokes, right? I don't think we are very good at talking at all, are we? And I, I kind of, I, I question, like these these people that suit big, big themselves up on LinkedIn, I don't know what, how, I just don't know what that mindset is. You know, there's got to be a kind of different, is it, it a sales sort of man, mindset? It must be exhausting. Yeah. yeah, it must be because it's like, maintaining a profile no disrespect to any of our friends colleagues and families that are on on linkedin and sort of make it work for them but as you say david it must be exhausting sort of having this kind of persona that 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 is you know i deliver results you know i increase this business (laughs) by x to y and this sort of i mean it might be true but it always feels like bravado and it's like when you get one of these buddy emails messages out of out of blue from someone in linkedin you don't know and it's like hey phil i just thought we should connect because i'm doing whatever you know and it's like well i don't i just don't care you know i'd rather i don't i'm not gonna be your pal on linkedin just because you know you reach out to me and i don't know you you know connections are connections aren't they you know it's what do you think drives that ego or money or both because uh, there's got to be ego, a drive, otherwise you don't do it. Yeah, e- don't do it. yeah, ego and fear, I'd say, probably. There's, there's, fear. there's those that sort of, yeah, fear, because, you know, if you're, I mean, the kind of, a lot of the LinkedIn, sorry, it's a proper LinkedIn sort of monologue. Do you know now, what, we're going to get blacklisted. Like, Within about a week's time, our profiles, <laughs> yeah. really, whatever you've got on there, will have been deleted, expunged, gone. gone. <laughs> don't affect you anyway. Like part of it's fear, isn't it? But, you know, I think ego and fear, you know, so you, so you probably got one bunch of people that want to big up their credentials and kind of, you know, feel like Mr. or Mrs. Big, you know, because they've got, a, you know, a ton of stuff that, you know, they can list out and, you know, sort of stand behind and keep ra- ramming it home to you. And then I think there's probably fear, you know, when you get these people that sort of are constantly sort of trying to con- connect with you or bombard you with stuff or kind of show their credentials i think there's a bit of fear about it it's like where's the next gig coming from i think there's there's a bit of that yeah. if you I ask think... me that's my that's my take on it i don't feel the need to like hammer myself on social media just to just to build some sort of arbitrary connection with people you know i don't feel that need i don't I guess, need it i think there's some genuinely i guess it's one of those in it, it when you look at things like that, these networks they're huge and there is obviously some great cons. There is good content out there and great people out there. I think the problem is is the size of the network and and yeah, drilling down and and finding it is now a lot yeah. more difficult. You know, you've got people, you've got people in life. So they, I mean, I guess we're going to social media. You, you've got people in, with tens and tens of thousands and thousands of connections. But. My outlook on that is, I'd rather, I'd rather know. Well, like, are the connections? You know, how well, deep are those? No, no, I mean, I guess it goes back into back into life in general, isn't it? You know, from from that perspective, it is the quality of that network, the quality of the people, the quality of your friends, the quality of your family, the quality yeah. of the people that, that that are around you. That when if that when the shit hits the fan, they'll stand up to the plate and go, "All right, guys." How can we help you? What can we do? Rather than going, okay, things aren't going. Because yeah. when things are great, everybody loves it. Everybody wants to be a part of everything when it's great. Yeah. But the, the real test is when the shit hits yeah. the fan. Who is stood by his side going, oh, okay, yeah. right, I understand. Where do you want me to bury those bodies? Yeah, I'll help. 
mate. You know, do, do you know what I mean? And 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 yeah. I've always said <laughs> if I can count on two hands or one hand, yeah. Yeah. some people that would do that for me, then I'm a very very lucky person. A very lucky person. Yeah. You know. So I hope you two have got a couple of shovels because you never know that day may come. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's totally right it's a debt for the connections isn't it we live in a world where we just can connect with anyone anywhere in the world like literally like that can't we you know mm. and i think there's a you know i think that there's a a kind of mistruth that the people think that because they've got a large amount of connections on whatever social media platform there is that 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 somehow is gives them a measure of some sort of meaningful connection with the world and and it it's, it's sort of not is it someone, someone gives you a thumbs up for you know what lunch you had it's, it, yeah. it, there's no connection there they just like ham sandwiches like you do or rice and beans like rice david and does and Andy, from your perspective mate because obviously you're if you look at if you look at what you do what you do for a living and what you've done for a living you're you obviously meet a lot of people and mm. from a connection perspective or people that you know could be quite vast. Do you, how do you manage that? Do you engage with it? Do you get on board with it? Or do you just go, do you know what? I know who I know. I know what I know. And I'm all right with, with, with that, with that little crew. Or, or are you, are you just like, yeah, you know, let, let's extend it. Let's reach out there. Let's do something about it. I'll, I'll be honest with you. It, it's, it's not easy. What what I used to do and what I do now are completely different things. I started off selling insurance, so I didn't really care, and and that was like selling insurance, was car insurance in a in a call center, um, and then sales trainer. That's what I did, and kind of re. I might have told you that I reinvented myself about seven years ago after a breakdown, and ten years ago, mm, yeah, yeah, I was actually suicidal. You know, so who I am now and who I was mm. are completely different people. And, you mm. know, we, we, I was looking at the precipice and thinking, this isn't the life for me anymore. So what it has become was yeah. LinkedIn, mm. LinkedIn and social media has been a bit of a lifeline because when I set up my own business consultancy, if you like, it was really important for people to know who you are because I had absolutely no profile whatsoever. So going back to like the benefits of being connected to people around the world, and also on like a big platform like LinkedIn or if it's Facebook or Twitter, or whatever, it was a really good way of amplifying things. I get it. But, you know, a bit yin yang as well, though, isn't it? It's too much. It's life's gone really, really complicated. Mm. We are not built to know this many people, mm. you know. So when, when I say we, you know, we go back thousands of years and yeah. we sat around a campfire, you know, you, w- you wouldn't know every single tribe in the country, would you? And you wonder who do you who do you know in the uh, in 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 the Hebrides? So all you, all you bothered about it is, are you going to sleep tonight? <laughs> are you going to get some food tomorrow? You know, is you know, I'm, I'm a safe, I'm a warm. Yeah, that's it. So now we've got you know, going, like, yeah, circling yeah. back to what, you know to your question, David, it's like it is incredibly noisy out there, and I spend most of my time ignoring people now. Mm. I don't think that's the that's the dark side to. You know, wanting loads of connections, you know, be careful what you wish for. And I've got this, I've got this real problem at the moment is that I've recruited, if you like, a lot of people into this circle. The circle's way too big. I, you know, I, I, I'm one of these, they say, you know, if you ever need anything, just let me know. I wish I'd never said that sometimes because I'll get people contacting me after years. Yeah. Going, Do you yeah. remember when you said this to me? I'm like, I haven't got a clue who you are, to be honest, to be honest with you. I won't say that, <laughs> but I'm thinking it, I'm thinking well, let's connect on LinkedIn, and you see that you've been connected for the last seven years. Like, it's a bit embarrassing. 
because literally just too yeah. many connections. So I think these yeah. are just but vanity you, numbers, aren't they? These are just like makes you look good. I guess. Do you think we've got word of this opinion because of our age? Yeah, I think you. Do. I think you do. I mean, if you look at be, uh, people on Instagram, it, it skews a, a young demographic, doesn't it? And that's the most uh, visual and uh, instant like social media gratification kind of thing anyone could get isn't it like and, and that for a young audience that's all they want isn't it I mean I remember being a kid and I wanted to be in some Manchester band you know and be successful that was my measure of success was, was being in a band that, that did something. Dream, Phil. God have the dream God have the dream never happened but you know that that was my thing if I was a kid now I, I don't know but arguably I might be hammering stuff on Instagram and feeling some some sort of you know some some sort of um, self worth from that you know it's all just different isn't it but I th- I think certainly at our age you you really do hit a point where you really appreciate the deep connections you've got with people and you you, you know David and I have a different trajectory really to you Andy but you know we've built our lives in the sort of creative and digital and media world which is so, I mean, fundamentally, it's all about building networks and, you know, fi- finding light minds and what have you. You know, so I think we're, we're, we're quite fortunate in that respect. But you've still got this sort of, I mean, there's, 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 there's a spectrum of connection, isn't there? There's those that you respect and hold close. And then there's the, the people mm-hmm. that, you know, there's mutual respect for, you don't see that often or what have you. And then there's all these numpties on LinkedIn that keep sending us messages. The spectrum of connection. So is that is that a T-shirt for a band? That is that you, is, that's could have been your band. That film. <laughs> it could have been. That sounds more like a seventies prog rock outfit. Yeah, or some sort of dating app. <laughs> Maybe we go yeah. with the dating so app. Get, Maybe. Uh, Tinder version four point four. Yeah, a dating app for a dating app for eighties computer uh, middle-aged bloke. evangelists. Do you remember, you, Phil, you were saying about, about ego and fear. Uh, I think, yeah. you know, I'm reflecting on that. Yeah. I must admit, you've sent me into a deep reflection and it takes a lot and it's dangerous to do that. Um, and you've got me thinking, it reminded me of something that we spoke about eyes. in the past. In I think, can you, you through these glasses? Unbelievable. Um, no, I, I think I think you're, you're <laughs> onto something there with fear because I think the biggest the biggest fear in the world, I reckon, for all of us, is being irrelevant because that's when your life actually ends, when when you yeah, are irrelevant. Totally. And what we've yeah. done, we've become dependent yeah, yeah, yeah. on social media in particular, whether it's LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, whatever, Instagram, for being relevant, you've got to be on there. If you're not, you're irrelevant. Yeah. But th- I think that's that's the thing. Yeah. As you know, as as I'm like, you know, I'm getting into like the the probably the, the the second part of my life now. You know, getting into that beyond middle age kind of thing. Thinking, you know what? What happens when I'm like get to retirement age? Am I going to be completely useless? Will my kids need me anymore? Yeah. Will my, will my wife go for a, a younger model, an upgrade yeah. or something? You know, I will, I'll be unemployable. That that's the fear for me. You know, you go. Yeah. Being irrelevant, I think, is the yeah. biggest fear in life. I'm, I'm, I really don't care about plane crashes and being run over by a bus or, you know, doing an ultra marathon and, and dying of exhaustion. Mm-hmm. I'd, I'd probably die happy if I did that. But my biggest fear is dying lonely and being irrelevant. And I reckon that's what we've done. We've attached yeah. our egos to social media and LinkedIn. And that 
I think is is the issue. So you, you yeah. you're actually you're very spot on, despite what people think of you, Phil. You're actually quite an intelligent guy. I know, I know. <laughs> Still waters and everything, but you know, I, th- I think no, it's so true when you think about that. I mean, I, I you know, I hit a point a year ago where I parted company with my um, previous company where I'd been managing director for a short period of time. And, you know, you have that status thing. You have the thing you can stick on LinkedIn mm. and it says something about you to these hordes of people you don't know. You step away from that and you go, shit, you know, I'm not, I'm, what am I going to do now? I'm, I'm, I've walked away by mutual consent from that company and I'm in a position where I have to stand on my own two feet again. Am I relevant? You know, mm. am I relevant? Are, are there going to be people out there that want to work with me? And we're back into the W, aren't we, really? But, mm. you know, and that's terrifying. I mean, that is utterly terrifying to think that you you, 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 you hit a kind of blank slate. You know in your head that you can do stuff, but that self-deprecating nature that we all display plays into that sort of that 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 fear that you know maybe you can't do anything you know maybe 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 you've just again imposter syndrome you mentioned it david you know it's kind of like it it creeps up and you kind of it takes a bit to get back in that mode to feel confident in your ability but i totally agree you know relevance but um but there's something in decoupling relevance from work isn't it and that's the thing mm-hmm. again i've found later in life that it's it isn't all about that bloody one-line bio on linkedin that's mm-hmm. nothing who cares you know what i mean if it says ceo managing de- director chief financial operator who gives a flying one you know yeah. it's about what who you are as a person and the, the contribution you make and your impact on p- the people around you and how think, you el- how you also self-actualize you know i think yeah mm-hmm. I, sorry david no 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 i think you're i'm jumping in mate. i think you're on the money i think i think as people as humans i, I totally get the relevancy i also think it's coupled with a purpose uh we need the relevance is yeah. fine but even more so we need a purpose and that can be the most, for the most simplest thing or to the complex, most complex. But I think we all need to feel like we have a purpose of being here, whether that's a purpose of what you're doing for yourself or, or for somebody else. But it's ingrained in us. It's yeah. in our DNA to have that purpose. Yeah. Why do I get out of bed in the morning? Why do I then do this? Why do I then do this? And why do I then do that? Mm. You know, and we all yeah. need a purpose, no matter how big or small, no matter what that is. We need it, don't we? Because without it, what what are you doing? Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed us talking COD, please give us a rating and leave us a review in your podcast app. Quick shout out for Dapdip Productions, the folk pushing the buttons behind the scenes. Check them out at dapdip.co.uk. Thanks also to Rubber Bear for our theme tune, Elements. Find the band on SoundCloud. We'll see you next time for more Talking Cod.